0: Back, everybody, to the 26th ever episode of the West Coast Preps podcast. Craig looks like he's having a great afternoon so far on this Monday in the Bay Area. He does have that new West Coast Preps pullover, so you should be a little bit happier wearing that.
1: I'm very happy right now. Why, why wouldn't I be happy? It's a beautiful Monday. We're going to go see one of our favorites today, Mr. Dion. Yeah, and we the are. game is, is too strong with
0: that one. Hashtag Dion think. Evans, hashtag South City. Hashtag. Yeah, we got to ask him about that tonight when we see him. we got to ask him about the hashtag game. Then we'll bring that up on our next podcast. I'll even transcribe that whole quote and put it on our social media pages. Cause I think
1: include the hashtags?
0: Yeah, of course. Every, every Dion hashtag has got to be in there. I think I think we've got to compile a story just of Dion Evans' hashtags.
1: Hey, we can make it a weekly thing of all his hashtags that he puts in all of his tweets.
0: There's a new graphic for you to make. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm done making graphics, guys. <laughs> no more. <laughs> and this is why Greg is in a bad mood this morning. <laughs> we have we have figured it out. Greg does not like making graphics.
1: Yeah. If anyone would like to make graphics for us, uh, please hit us up on Twitter.
0: Sorry, kids. Sorry, players. Emails. I know, I know the players like the graphics, but I guess Greg doesn't.
1: I mean, I'll continue to make them, for sure, because uh, it's all for the kids. In the end of the day, so I will continue to make these graphics, even if they are sometimes a little repetitive and boring. But some of them are fun. i made one uh, last week that's going to be coming out in
0: December. Oh, you guys, oh, y'all gotta wait it? for that one. That's gonna be a fun one. In a couple of weeks, we're gonna announce this thing. In November
1: 10th, is that is that the day?
0: Okay. Yeah, that week is when we were going to announce the thing after the Routes versus Coverage showcase. By the way, stay tuned for that November seventh. Yep, 7th. RVC. Yep, with Brandon Younger and West Coast Preps.
1: And then look out for November tenth. That's going to be a day right there.
0: November is going to be a month.
1: Is it already November in a week? Are
0: you serious? It's October twenty sixth, and it finally felt kind of like October November with the wind last night. I I haven't heard wind like that in a long time.
1: I don't like it. It's too cold.
0: Oh, you were freezing on that drive up to that game fit on Saturday. You were...
1: Yeah, it was. You had the AC on. It was fine. It was, like... fine. It was
0: in the 50s, time? bro. It was good. There's nothing wrong with that.
1: There was plenty wrong with that. Plenty. I needed like 10 jackets in your car. I felt like I was in Alaska.
0: <laughs> okay, now I think you're just being dramatic. But you know what? We're going to get to some serious business here. I don't want to hear the complaining about weather anymore when you're from California. Okay. <laughs> The exclusive speed top 45 powered by West Coast Preps is here. Greg is still laughing, but serious business. We have released the first 10 players of this, numbers 45 through 36. Last Monday was numbers 45 through 41. This week we just released 40 through 36 on the website of westcoastpreps.com. Check that out. Check our YouTube page out too. we got the videos up for that. Greg's graphics up every day for that stuff as well. And we've got some good ones in here, and we can start right away at number 45, Dylan Seeley from Clayton Valley. Man,
1: what a kid. First off, just a super nice kid and a good person, but he had a good year last year too. 2019, he had 79 tackles, three interceptions, and two blocked kicks for Clayton Valley, and he also ended up becoming the MVP of the state championship game that they eventually did win at, with, for Clayton Valley. He's just a good kid, and also he's had a heck of an offseason uh, winning MVP at the second exclusive speed barrier top 100 showcase last month.
0: Oh, he's he's a good one. I like he's got the edge out there. He's a good player. 79 tackles. He could have had a lot more, too, to be honest with you. Just a lot of Clayton Valley's games were over earlier on, especially...
1: And the way they do out there is they, once the game's about over, they take the kids out and let the other kids get reps, which is not a bad thing at all. So impressive numbers for the amount of time yeah, he's and, spent on the field. And his
0: postseason was so big, you mentioned that state championship game MVP. Because Clayton Valley, 5-5 five and five in the regular season... One of the bottom teams in eball for their division. Of course, you also have to look at their division in eball. When you got the Danville schools, you've got De La Salle and all those big dogs there. They go from five and five in the regular season to winning the state championship at the Division Two AA level, and he's the MVP of that game. And had a pick in that game as they won ten to seven. So,
1: and I love his attitude on the field. He just brings that sort of attitude. But then you talk to him off the field, and one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet.
0: Now he's definitely been brought up well. He's got a lot of character. Great leader out there. Always put in the work. We saw him lift. Not too long ago up there in Antioch-Brentwood area. Boy, an ox. Man, Uh, What did he have on there? Like 425? Yeah, he got to 425 at one point. He could have done a lot more reps on that thing, too. It
1: was was just too easy for him. He needs a bigger bar because there was no more weight to put on there.
0: No, there really wasn't. Another guy that's made it look easy, he's only completed one year of high school. From St. Vincent to Paul, he's now a sophomore running back, Kai Hall. Just let me tell you, this dude's special and his numbers and his production speak for itself.
1: Yeah, I have a hard time feeling like a freshman. I am mean, like, what, 14, 15 years old when you're a freshman usually? And he had 1,773 yards and 19 touchdowns as a freshman, just had about 150 receiving yards, and then played some defense with a sack and two forced fumbles. He was the North Coast section freshman of the year, and he also finished number two overall rusher in NCS and number three freshman rusher in the country impressive numbers i cannot wait to see what this guy does for the next three years because if he's doing that as a freshman you can only imagine what his senior year is going to look like here in a few years
0: oh it's a ridiculous one you mentioned those numbers also the most of any freshman in california which is insane Forty from the state of california according to stats that are available on max preps you think of just that especially in california is really really impressive what he's done not only that but his production alone on both sides of the ball st vincent de paul won nine games last year their most wins since winning 10 games now eight years ago in 2012 when they played for a section championship game man he's gonna be a good one he's a special one i can't believe he's got another three years of high school if he already had over 1700 rushing yards as a freshman what's he gonna do as a sophomore i think we need got to make an over under for that
1: over under i think it's easy over under 2000 yeah i think that that's the bar right there and with putting up those numbers, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets around 2200
0: Especially if they can play a full season, especially with the season going to the winter. This year, too, you're going to have to run the ball a lot more. They already ran the ball a lot with him, as you should. But when a guy averages 9.7 yards per carry, as a freshman and out, kind of all these things with the winter season. With him just getting another year. With hopefully a full season there, too, in the winter, it's going to be a big one for him. Then this next guy is another special one, number 43, Sarah, tight end Christian Peterson, one of the top players in the country.
1: Hey, that's that's all you really need to say about him. Uh, he has three-star rankings all across the board. Him and Sarah won the West Catholic Athletic League and Central Coast Section title at the Division One level last year. 84 receiving yards and a touchdown, but his blocking is insane. He's a blocking talent. And he's just absolutely insane when it comes down to the football field. He has now committed to Louisville over the summer, but he had a huge offer list that, I mean, it just went on and on and on and on uh, with names like Air Force, Army, Cal Poly, Colorado State, San Diego State, UC Davis, Utah State. I mean, I could go on for another 10 minutes, I feel like, of the offers that he received, but he's one heck of a talent.
0: Oh, yeah, the offers were dispersed everywhere throughout the country expect a lot more out of him this year, especially what it sounds like from those around him. It's going to be a big receiving year upcoming for him this season. Then number 42 is a guy that's also performed well in the CCS, Branham Senior Quarterback Nick Bandanza. He's made some history there at Branham there under head coach Stephen Johnson, and I'm expecting a lot of big things from him this year, and hopefully some offers come his way.
1: Yeah, I think he just needs that couple more games of film, and the offers are going to start rolling in. But like you said, Branham had 11 wins last year, which is the most in the Max Preps era, which dates back to 2004. He threw for just over 1,400 yards and had 22 touchdowns and only four interceptions, which is an insane ratio, and then he added another 1,700 yards on the ground with seven touchdowns. So an insane ratio, and he just had an incredible year, along with the Brandon Program had an incredible year.
0: Yeah, it was their first ever trip to the CCS Championship game. They lost it in overtime there at the end to Milpitas, but you look at that, the way it's sounding, just a couple more... Clips from game film this season, and he's going to get some offers. I know there's a lot of FCS Division one schools that are very interested in getting his talents. And then another guy who's really boosting his stock at number 41. We've seen him a lot this offseason too. Jeron Leeks, the senior athlete from Vacaville Christian, just to stand out on both sides of the ball, and he's the ultimate definition of a leader.
1: Correct. And we also saw him last week on the podcast, and we want to give one more shout out to Austin and Jeron for. Filling in, and they did a great job doing that podcast for sure. I think they're naturals. Naturals, they you know, you could tell there was a little nervousness at first, but they got over that nervousness, and they did a great job. But now Duron on the field, both sides of the ball, as a receiver and a defensive back play great. He did have an injury issue last year, but he finished with just under 400 yards, four touchdowns, and then 40 tackles, interception, and a fumble recovery on the defensive side, boasting or boosting backfield Christian to a seven-five record after winning just one game the year prior. So Jerron has been a huge leader, and he's just a great kid. The leadership qualities that he has is something you just can't teach, and then you look at his frame and his athletic ability, and he's he's the whole package.
0: Now he really is, There's, and you're seeing more and more scores are just showing interest in him. I know his offer list, we've seen UC Davis come through, Pacific Whittier, then Laverne came in recently. I imagine more are going to come in. But you talk about that turnaround, too. One win the year prior to seven wins last year and going to the section semis. It was their first playoff appearance at Vacaville Christian since 2014 and their first time they won a playoff game since 2011.
1: Yeah, it was it was a great year, and I think that they're expecting – they all expect to win uh, much more games and advance even farther in the sac joaquin section this year.
0: They do. And now before we get to this next five, numbers 40 through 36 – Just disclaimer for all of you guys, some players you might not see in here because some guys have opted out of the season because they're going to enroll early at college now with the winter season coming in and a lot of kids nowadays. You sign in November, you sign that November-December period, then you enroll, you get there in January, you get that extra semester in there as an early enrollee. So there's going to be some guys that will not be on this list because they opted out and our opt-out date was October 15th for those guys that will not play their final season of high school and some other stuff too. Stars don't matter production and talent are the big thing we're not a recruiting service we're here to just bring notoriety to a lot of these different kids doesn't matter what size school you're at where you're playing at if you've produced and you've had some big things and you've accomplished a lot in your high school career you will get recognized on this top 45 list yeah
1: and this is all about production on the field and everyone that we have put on this list from number 45 to number one are absolutely beast on the field and and it was a tough
0: list to make it was we spent hours upon hours on this one going back and forth
1: i can't wait for the postseason list to see you know who is outside the top 45 and moves into the top 45 maybe some of these bottom guys that are around the 35 to 45 range we're talking about today maybe they pop up into the top 20 top 10 who knows but that's going to be exciting when we do release that postseason list
0: it really is and another guy that we're anticipating to have a big senior season is a defensive end from antioch jalen weaver
1: Yes, he is one of the top players in all of high school football at his position, and then he had really good years. 12 tackles for a loss and 9 sacks to go along with those 46 tackles, and now he has released his top three schools in no order as Indiana, Nebraska, and Tennessee, and those are some programs right there.
0: Those are. Those are some programs that have really improved, particularly, I know Tennessee had that tough loss to Kentucky, but they've improved Indiana actually just had that big win over Penn State. I know kind of a controversial ending there. Did he make it in? I don't think he did.
1: We weren't able to watch I wasn't able to watch that one live, I should say. but ah,
0: I don't don't think he made that in. I I don't. I don't think he got that in there.
1: I I, I think he was in by just a smidgen. I mean, that's such a tough
0: call at the end, too.
1: What, they reviewed it for, like, what, five
0: minutes? I, I imagine it took forever.
1: I, don't, yeah. I think you could watch that forever, and it depends on who you're rooting for.
0: It probably does. I probably was rooting for Indiana, too, at the same time, so that might be a little bit of why I see that. But that that was a close one. I, that's a tough situation to make that call into, yeah. and over so time you, like you, that. You don't want to be the ref. At that no, age. no, I don't think there's any time you really want to be a ref. Yeah. No, not really. No, it, that, it doesn't seem like the, the dream scenario there, but...
1: Hopefully Jalen doesn't have any issues with refs over these next... Uh... Five years and hopefully longer in his football
0: career. Yeah, hopefully not. There probably will be some calls that people don't get too happy about. But that's what happens every game, right? That's that's just football for you. But Jalen Weaver's had a great career up at Antioch so far. A lot of guys are coming out of Antioch over the last decade in football from that high school, which is unbelievable. But now number thirty-nine, linebacker from Vista, jaw sizing. He's done a lot. As a Mustang already, his junior season was phenomenal. And you can only imagine what he's going to do when the senior season rolls around here soon.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. He had 102 tackles, and that is playing behind Connor Shea and Nate. Ruchena. Thank you. Uh, you know you know me with names, I, I appreciate it's that. It's okay, I, I've got you covered, bro. But they are now Wyoming and Cal. They had 134 and 105 tackles respectively last year, and Josh Sizing finished third on the team with 102. That has a lot of tackles on just three players, and it's impressive that Josh was able to put that much production on the field playing behind those two.
0: It really is. That's three guys with a 100-plus tackles on one team? Are you kidding me?
1: That's a little crazy. That's Monta Vista, though. I mean, there's that's... talent all over the, that whole section of the Bay Area.
0: But with usually bigger numbers, that's even more impressive. You know, school, yeah, that's really good. They went 8-4. and four, Then CS semifinals with parents lost to De La Salle. And he's got some offers, too. Offers have started pouring in for Josh Eisen recently, particularly during this off season. But now the next guy we're anticipating to start getting some offers soon. Another Vacaville Christian guy. They've got some dudes on this team last year that had just over 20 guys. Junior defensive lineman Zach Mercado. He's a guy I talked to his head coach the other day. One of those kids that we've seen maybe grow more than almost anybody over these last couple months
1: yeah he's really taken this time over the pushback of the season and put in work i mean just absolutely been working his butt off and it's showing in the results uh in the video that i got posted today we mentioned he was going to get close to under five he is now run under a five second 40 which is impressive and he also finished last year with 119 tackles 26 tackles for loss last season which is just crazy and then, like we said before, back went to a 7-5 record. And just that team is destined for something big this year, I believe.
0: Yes, they are. It's just his numbers, like you mentioned. 119 tackles, 26 tackles for loss. What in the heck is that? Then the Regents Defensive Player of the Year, Zach Mercados. He's going to be a good one. I know we're starting to hear from some colleges. I actually heard from a MAC program the other day, too, sounds like, which is... Recruiting is starting to really heat up there. I know Vacaville Christian, their head coach, Coach C does a lot for these kids to get their names out there. I know Zach's doing a lot as well.
1: And Props to too. He's only got what, just over 20 kids in the program, and he's putting out so many huge, talented kids. It's quite impressive how that small of a roster has so many college-worthy kids.
0: Culture is everything. And Vacaville Christian, so it doesn't matter how big or small you are. You're you're going to do a lot of good things with a good culture there. I don't I don't care what school you're at, and the results are showing from one win to seven, and all these guys they've got. And another guy that's just there, there's not enough you can say about this kid from Cardinal Newman, linebacker, running back Shane Moran. I mean he he simply just does it all.
1: Yeah, and he did it in the crunch time, and that that's the most important. He had seven touchdowns in the postseason alone last year, uh, adding to his total of twelve touchdowns throughout the whole year and the seven hundred and fifty rushing yards. He also does it defensively though, 108 tackles, 12 tackles for loss, two sacks, two interceptions with one of those being a pick six. And they also received a little bit too, had 318 yards and one touchdown through the air. They went 14-1 and last year, won a division 3AA state championship over El Camino from Oceanside. They just simply had a great year and Shane is a part of that incredible
0: group yeah that, that, that's a great program they're running up there at Cardinal Newman you see that 14-1 the only team they lost to was by four points to Liberty whose quarterback last year is was the number two quarterback in the country only behind that St. John Bosco guy who's now at Clemson DJ Uyangalele I am going to flex that I can say that name uh, you, you say
1: that name uh, I think you say it more than you need to just because you know how I mean,
0: it's impressive. I'm, I'm going to flex on that a little bit. Yeah, you
1: know, go ahead. Go right
0: ahead. I appreciate the support from you, Greg. Yeah. Very much so. But, yeah, 14-1 and one. and then that state championship game when they did win 66 for saving yards, which was a team high. He had 10 tackles and team high three tackles for loss and two sacks in that game. Kind of like you mentioned, producing crunch time in the big moments, which is a big thing. Kind of Dylan Seeley-esque right there, too. Obviously, when he was a state championship game MVP and all of that, that's a big deal when you can produce at that level. Then another guy that's produced every single year of high school, a four-year varsity starter. He's gone 22-11 and 11 during his high school career as the starting quarterback at Akalani's, Brady Hutchinson.
1: Correct. And as a junior last year, he had 2,646 passing yards, 29 touchdowns, and five interceptions. Another insane ratio, adding on another seven rushing touchdowns. Touchdowns, and Ocala went nine and three last year as with Hutchinson as their quarterback, advancing the North Coast Section Division Four semis. They scored forty plus points in seven of the twelve games, including fifty plus points three times, and seventy five points in the
0: opener. That's that's crazy. that's just ridiculous. I don't know how how you can possibly do that.
1: The crazy thing is he had over two thousand yards the sophomore season and just under two thousand yards his freshman season, having twenty four touchdowns. Or over 24
0: touchdowns in all of those seasons. Yeah, he went from 24 touchdowns as a freshman to 29 as a sophomore to 29 as a junior. And he also looked not a lot of picks from 8 to 9 to 5. So he's got a great ratio. He's doing big things. He's getting some rushing scores as well. But this exclusive speed top 45 powered by West Coast Preps is looking good. Stay tuned for our next crop of five guys coming out next week, next Monday. November 2nd. It's going to be November. That's just crazy to say. Numbers 35 to 31. Stay tuned. We're getting close to football season. That's all I know. We are. We're seeing football practice. It's been good to be at some of these football practices and see something. That's for sure. It's been huge. And now we've got Dion in South City coming up soon. I know we're both excited about that, chomping at the bit.
1: We are. That is for sure.
0: And then we've got some – we're going to go through some Bay Area commitments. We've got a few here in the last week. Actually, both out of the same league, the West Catholic Athletic League, First in football, Valley Christian senior tight ends and defensive end Tyler Roberts committed to Lafayette, an FCS school out there in Pennsylvania. Did a lot last year. He had five tackles for loss, helped Valley Christian to an 11-win season, and they advanced to the CCS Division One championship game before they lost to eventual state runner-up in league foes. Sarah, then the other commitment, St. Francis first baseman Will Florio, he committed to Stonehill College, a Division Two school. Stonehill had some success last season. They were 8-5 and five before the remainder of the season was canceled, ultimately due to COVID-19. But now our last topic of the day. I know we've mentioned some teams to watch for. We've got another one out of the East Bay. I know we talked about a Monta Vista player. Now it's time to go to the other school in the district, in the area, San Ramon Valley.
1: Man, San Ramon Valley, when are they not good? I think that's the real question when we talk about San Ramon. But... They are bringing some pieces back, and seeing one of them yesterday, Jack Quigley, and I hope I said that right. You did. did. You did. I'm improving here, guys.
0: Progress. Progress Progress is key.
1: That's right. Positive vibes only, progress is key. (laughs) He was the high school MVP at the QB Med School quarterback camp on Sunday, and San Ramon Valley went 7-4 last year, but they have a huge crop of players that are coming back. From last year's playoff
0: team. They do. Jack Quigley, the quarterback you mentioned, threw for 1,500 yards and 15 touchdowns as a sophomore. Already has an FCS offer from William & Mary. He's a good one. The city of Danville, I swear, the amount of quarterbacks they produce out of that freaking area. At Montevideo, Centeno Valley is absolutely ridiculous. Now there's a tight end there, too. J.P. Murphy, back for his senior year. And his junior year was a big one, too. He led the team with 476 receiving yards and eight touchdowns as the tight end. He also had four sacks. He's committed to San Diego State, and he's got some pretty impressive postseason honors as well.
1: Indeed, he does. First team All League tight end, second team All League defensive end. That speaks for itself, right there. I the the I mean, ultimate I mean, Iron Man. Yeah, um, playing tight end in defensive end—that you have to put in some work. That's no easy job. Uh, hitting every single play, and heck, I don't think I could do that.
0: There aren't a whole lot of people out there that can do what he's done. Yeah. When you're all league on both sides of the ball in the East Bay Athletic League. And that's, that's a vision a that they're game. in, that that's a tough one. Yeah. And then another guy next to him that's catching some passes at a young age, junior Tanner Salisbury, two hundred forty nine receiving yards and three touchdowns a sophomore year. He's got the FCS offer like his quarterback does from William and Mary, but he's also got an FBS offer from Florida Atlantic.
1: Nah, that's a good offer. I want to say that was uh, Lane Kiffin's old school, right?
0: Yes, that was. The the Lane train.
1: The Lane train. Man, that, that train is crazy. But <laughs> SRV has some talent this year, uh, adding Tanner to that one and receiving there from Mr. Jack. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch. That whole E-ball division is going to be fun to watch because you never really know who's going to win each and every night because each and every team in all of E-balls has a chance to win.
0: They really do. I, that Montevista San Ramon Valley game is going to be a fun one this year too. That rivalry is going to be fun. They played twice last year in the postseason and the regular season, kind of back to back weeks. Kind of crazy how that works out, but this will be a fun one again this year. But now, before we wrap it up, I think I think we we need to take some crow. The both of us, our our fantasy teams in our league, are not doing so hot. I just lost Odell Beckham for the season. That was a tough one. I, I know Greg wasn't too happy about Baker Mayfield you know quote-unquote baker baker touchdown maker is instead an acl terror from what Baker
1: Baker ACL because I, I had odell in a different league and i i currently have four different leagues um,
0: you have four different leagues how are you keeping up with that
1: uh you know i'm amazing i'm just so and how
0: are your teams all doing
1: uh you know i'm in the hunt for all but one
0: in the west coast preps league is the The one you're not have you won a game yet
1: um you know i'm not sure if i won last night
0: i've won one and it was the first week yeah i I forgot to set my lineup yesterday (laughs) then i saw joe mixon was out midway through the game i'm thinking oh well i can't change that
1: no yeah so um the leagues that matter i'm in i'm in the hunt and that's all that matters
0: but the west coast preps league is the one that matters
1: I'm unfortunately gonna say that currently that one does not matter because I am Owen
0: sixteen No 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 we we can't teach kids to quit. We cannot teach this to these quitting. young kids. I'm not quitting Yes you are. You're and saying it doesn't matter. You can come back and you can rally.
1: I feel like I'm the Owen sixteen Browns right now.
0: That's really bad. Yes. Um... Actually okay at this guy my team's better than yours, so I can't complain.
1: But hey, the great thing about the 0-16 Browns, the Browns are now what five and two this year. So there's always an up to the downs. So heck, I might just go on a run. You never know. I might end up ten and six this year. Once you light a fire under me when it comes to fantasy, and you start talking crap about my team, all of a sudden I'll start
0: willing. To- You're the one that's told me that your team is terrible. <laughs> I have I have talked yes, yes. crap about my own team this year. That's not that's I don't like that coaching.
1: But like I said, in the leagues that matter, I'm in the hunt, and I'm going all the way.
0: Who even is winning our league?
1: That's a great question. Uh, I'm not sure if I have to put me on the spot when I'm the commissioner, and I don't even know who's winning our league. Um, But, you know, the great thing about that is technology, and I do have a computer in front
0: of me. Technology doesn't always work for you, though.
1: No, it does not. Um, But, you know, I'm going to try and sign in here and stall as long as I can, filibustering. You know, uh, of course, it doesn't recognize my email somehow. So, you know,
0: this isn't going to work. Yeah, technology technology does not work for Greg, Um, clearly.
1: I'm going to say Dion, he he is in the league as well. He's sending me some
0: interesting trade requests.
1: He he sent me something that I was like, how in the world would I ever accept that one? But, you know, can we talk about uh, Mr. Cam Newton for a
0: second? (laughs) Oh, here we go again. (sighs) He sucks. Literally, we're driving back from the Best Coast Showcase, and you're telling me that you're doing the Superman thing the whole time.
1: I was so excited. I don't know what happened. I really don't. He's not running the ball anymore. He, he looks awful. He just threw the ball right at the Niners yesterday. He just threw it right at him. I mean, I could play. I could throw the ball better than that. And, and
0: they I lost would, to the Niners.
1: Yes, they did. I am so glad I did not make any friendly wagers with Logan on last week's podcast because um, yeah, that would not have been fun having to pay that one up. I, just, I really just need to vent. Yesterday was not a fun day. This is your safe space, Greg. This is the safe space for me to vent to the West Coast Preps audience. And I just, I'm not doing well. The Patriots are 2-4. and four. They're gonna
0: Wow. Go, they're they... going
1: to go 2-5 and five next wow,
0: week. Wow, this buffling. is not good. All, all you were saying this whole time, Dions on the podcast, are saying Patriots this, Patriots that. We got Cam Newton. But right, what's here, going on?
1: Here, here's the thing. We suck right now. But if you look at that schedule, it's been straight awful for us this first six weeks. And while we should have one last week, we didn't. No excuses. You look at the second half of that schedule, playoffs are not out of it. All we got to do is get things together. We played great against Kansas City. No reason we can't continue to play like that against these other teams. Watch out. This season's not over.
0: But you just said Cam Newton sucks. Do you want a quarterback change? <sighs>
1: I don't know what I want because Jared Stidham came in there and did not play very well. Throw another interception. I think he's got like six and twenty.
0: You can take Derek wins. Carr if you want.
1: Yeah. What well, you hate Derek Carr again well, after they lost? Because it's every because Aubrey. because
0: it's every other week with them. You know, of course, it's been a very tough schedule. I will say that that Kansas City game though, the Raiders did beat the defending Super Bowl champs. I know a lot of people can't relate to that. I'm just gonna sip my tea and enjoy that one. When
1: was the Last time you won a Super Bowl, that's a real question.
0: I can't answer that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have won some on backyard football in Madden throughout my time. Oh, okay. Which I mean counts because that's technically my team. Yeah, that's a, of a video game. But it's still my team. I'm calling the plays. I'm calling the shots here.
1: You probably just say Ask Madden.
0: So. I don't know. Ask Madden's terrible. Why would you do that on there?
1: Because that's how you play.
0: That's how you play? But you, no, okay. No. This is not how you play.
1: I'm saying
0: that's how you play. No, but I, no, I don't play like that. I don't you, do ask-I no about.
1: coverages. You I don't know like coverages.
0: You're the one that's asked me about coverages. i going to put you on the spot.
1: I never said I knew coverages. I know offense. I'm, I don't know defense. I'm learning, though.
0: But you can ask Dion all about defense tonight.
1: Okay, I, I will. I'm not going to make any GMT guarantees today. Do you have any? What is what is yours? You think you've come up with one? I don't, think
0: I, don't think I have one.
1: Do you have one for the Dodger game tomorrow night?
0: No, I'm, I'm not making a guarantee on that. It's the Dodgers. Did you see how Game 4 ended? I know they won Game 5, but the way, so nice. the way Game 4 ended was just an absolute atrocity.
1: I feel like I have to make this because I am a Giant's fan. GMT guarantee raising 7.
0: <laughs> you just got this absolute smirk on your face making this prediction. I can't.
1: Okay. Walker Buehler is going to give up 5 runs in Game 7 three or four and Dave Roberts is going to sit there and yell again because he doesn't know how to win a World Series as much as I love him former Giant. he
0: makes some weird pitching changes
1: you make some weird pitching changes
0: well I'm not I'm not the manager he's the one that's pulling out guys for the most random times yeah well
1: he's probably better than you at making pitches I mean
0: he is he's the manager I ain't the manager What's he supposed to? He's gotten them to what? This is the third World Series. They but he beat? ain't winning the World Series. You three, you could go three trips and you're not winning one. What's the difference? You just you, just, you just want to be. You, gotta take you, over. you just want to be like the '90s Bills and never win one.
1: At some point, the players got to take over and win something for you. I mean, it's not Dave Roberts' fault that they can't take a ground ball in the outfield and then they can't catch a ball at home plate. I mean, the dude literally tricked, and he was sitting there halfway through third base, and they couldn't get him out. Like,
0: come on! That was and a that terrible ending to Dodgers a game. Right how would the Giants do this year? Uh, they have three World Series rings. But what was yeah, that? That, they, that it was is. like six years ago. That doesn't count anymore. It doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't count that was six years ago. You know how relevant that and is. The last Nobody.
1: Time the Dodgers won a World Series, 1988. What about the A's,
0: 1989? But who? But do you... who did they beat in the '89 World Series? Though I
1: don't know. I wasn't born.
0: The Giants.
1: Uh, well heard they cheated because of the earthquake. They went and practiced while the Giants stayed and helped. Well, that's what they should do. They should practice. And the Giants wanted to help the community. The Which is good. I'm the sure the A's, A's did
0: like, too. I'm sure some A's players did.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I hear cheaters out of Oakland. The Oakland Athletics are cheaters. That's all I'm hearing
0: right now. Okay. You know, that wraps it up for this podcast. Oh, did, yeah. I've, I've heard enough... Ridiculous well, take.
1: actually, I, I feel like we always ask these questions at the end of podcasts to our guests, like favorite home cook, okay, demo, okay, okay, favorite TV show, all these things. So it's time athlete. for us. It's time for us to. Talk you know,
0: what about we should do some time on the podcast. We should share our own stories too.
1: Share. I don't have a story.
0: Yes, you Nobody do. Everyone's story. got a story.
1: Mine's a very sad story about my injuries. And
0: but you persevered. Oh, that's good. That's good. It's good. Good. That, great to hear, folks. <laughs> Please don't listen to this.
1: <laughs> At this point, if you're still listening, then uh, I hope you're laughing because this is pretty funny.
0: <laughs> Favorite home-cooked meal. Mashed potatoes have got to be in there. Mac and cheese has to be in there. Okay,
1: that, that's not a meal.
0: Yeah, No, but, that, but that's meal? part of it. That's part of the meal.
1: Okay, well, where's the meal?
0: Come on. Finish <laughs> okay, you got to have ribs. Uh, I've got to say Oscar's ribs are just to die for. I would do anything for Oscar's ribs right now.
1: You should go follow him on Instagram. I don't know what his Instagram tag is. It's something, but go follow him on Instagram. Home cook Barbecue, Oscar Grills Barbecue, Smokes
0: Barbecue. I don't know. Something. Something like that. Yeah, it's, it's some barbecue thing. I'm sure that narrows it down. Yeah.
1: Search up barbecue.
0: Yeah, you, you get the ribs. You can get brisket. You can get mashed potatoes, mac and cheese. There's just so many different options for me.
1: This is, you're not even picking a meal. This, but, you're so indecisive. But, but no, like no,
0: Whataburger is far superior to In-N-Out, and it's it was, not even close.
1: You said In-N-Out so many times for so many years.
0: But now that I've had In-N-Out again multiple on multiple occasions, it's not the same. I don't feel the same when I go there. I haven't been In-N-Out. Because
1: you're
0: indecisive. I am indecisive with food. That's true. That's a flaw. I want
1: one home cooked meal right now. You have to pick
0: one. Okay, we'll pick one. We're gonna go the ribs. Okay. We're gonna go a lot of mashed potatoes. No baked potatoes. Get that out of the way. Charles Chapman. That's a trash take. And then we've also got mac and cheese. I mean, you gotta have on. I gotta load the mac and cheese and mashed potatoes. I gotta. We
1: got two sides.
0: Yeah. What's wrong with that? Oh, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. What? What's okay. your favorite home cooked meal?
1: You got a vegetable. That's it. That's it. Oh, I like
0: Caesar salad.
1: Okay. All right. I'm a big I'm a salad. big Caesar
0: salad guy. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm going to go tacos. classic tacos. I, I love when I make tacos at home. There's originally my dad's recipe that I have now taken over. Honestly, the best ones I've made and I've only made it once. Chicken and bacon tacos. The little sour cream in there tomatoes, lettuce with some hot sauce. And then I usually have some lemonade with it. Perfect, can't go wrong. Perfect. Oh, yeah, you have
0: lemonade with my meal, too. Yep, I need lemonade.
1: Can't go wrong with it. Easy, nice, filling, satisfying. Okay, then
0: let's go favorite TV show.
1: Oof. Man, I, I got to go, like, How I Met Your Mother. I always watched that when I came home as a kid. How I Met Your Mother.
0: Okay, I'm, I'm going to go with The Office. Yeah. Just I mean, a classic. Home, okay. it's, just a, it's just a classic. I got to watch that all the time.
1: For sure. What what else? The other one is favorite athlete. What was you growing up? Growing up it Although was... we're still growing up. Yeah, it's...
0: but... Well, no, we're in our 20s now. That's I over. You're old. But yeah, I'm, I'm 24.
1: Still young. I'm still young. i got I got plenty of years. You...
0: I don't know. <laughs> I'm like two years older than you. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> You're old.
1: That's what I'm hearing.
0: I mean, I am. Yeah. I go to bed early. I wake up early.
1: You go to sleep at like, what, 9.30 most
0: nights? 9.30, 10. I'm up by 6. Yeah. It's a great schedule honestly i have more energy when i do that i can't sleep in
1: no, i feel bad for you because sleeping in is a very glorious
0: thing not really i don't enjoy that
1: i wake up like nine i feel like i'm nine and 10 i now. feel like i'm wasting the day when i wake up late go to sleep like at midnight when I am it's a nice schedule i like my schedule
0: well that's that's good i'm glad you do but you can get a whole lot of sleep there the night before game fit only run like three hours of sleep
1: well that's what happens
0: as you were freezing in the car. That, that, that was a fun show to watch. I'm not going to lie. That was fun to watch. But favorite athlete growing up, I was always a big Eric Chavez guy with the A's. Gold glove winner. I got to go on the field with Eric Chavez, too. My Little League team. He was a good one. He just had those injuries near the end. Kind of derailed him. But he was six gold gloves. Him, you know, I was always a Jason Richardson guy growing up, too. I loved Jay Rich, even though the Warriors were... well, They were bad. It's probably a nice way to put it. we believe here,
1: They were good for a couple
0: years there, in the, around the league, the league time. No, no, it was a solid team. I liked Steven Jackson. I got I got his jersey because it was – was one of my favorites. On the I team. wasn't a big Monte guy. I never was a Monte fan. I liked Matt Barnes. I liked Steven Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Both Steven Jackson and I shared the se- – no, no, Beatrice. Why would I have Beatrix up there? One, one of the
1: goats.
0: He, he was, like, great his rookie season. Then he just got worse and worse every season. I've never seen anything like that. But then now it's got to be, like, Clay Thompson.
1: Really? You're going to go clay over step? I'm a big clay guy. His attitude, his mantra, just the way he just sits there and doesn't care about the world. You know, he that's just, great. He, just does his own he and Rocco. Yeah, him and Rocco. I think that's your dream right there. Just you and Dax just sitting there, not giving a care in the world.
0: That's a great life right there.
1: If anyone doesn't know, Dax is Chris's new dog that has recently been added to the family.
0: Yes, he has Golden Retriever. He's a wild one. And you know, he's not to... chewing things. He's not chewing his. He's not chewing the wall anymore, which is oh. a good step up. I'm glad that that he's figured that part out of life.
1: I'm glad he doesn't like wood anymore. So, <laughs> it's improvements here. It is from here on out. It's smooth sailing, I think, for you.
0: Probably not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Let's see. My favorite athlete. This one's easy. Barry Bonds. That is 100% Barry Bonds. Growing up, he's the one that got me into baseball. That one's easy. And then right now. Steph Curry. See, your answer is but Steph Curry
0: has no finals MVPs.
1: Steph Curry is the greatest
0: athlete in the world right now. He, zero finals MVPs, though. Don't forget he, that. He should have two. No, he shouldn't. I, you know, I don't really care about the finals MVPs. I don't know why that's such a big argument to people as much.
1: No, I just want to oh, get you going.
0: Obviously you care because you're no. the one I brought it up. I just it's, it's I want to get on you going.
1: National podcast airing that
0: we have here. Oh, I just want to get you going. That's yeah. all I'm trying to do here.
1: I have changed my ways. I don't get going anymore. Can you stop dropping pens?
0: Yeah, that pen kind of fell off the desk. Nah. Rough one. Okay.
1: All right. Well, now that we've gone through the questions. But no, wait,
0: favorite movie?
1: Favorite movie? Oh, The Big Short. I'm not sure if many people know what that one is, but it's kind of a weird favorite movie to have, but one hundred percent
0: big short. I'm gonna go Animal House. It's a good one. You've never watched Animal House? I, mean, I have seen it but That's a great movie, man. How could what you not you like Animal House?
1: That
0: mean? What, seventies? Eighties? So
1: you are old.
0: Yeah. I don't think you're Animal House is great, man. How do you not like Animal
1: I never said I didn't like it, but I don't think you're twenty four. Okay you straight in 2015 from
0: Florida? Well, I mean, it took me about 15 years. Oh, okay.
1: But... So you're not 20. You're like 30s. I, I was a
0: 15th year senior. God,
1: man. How did West Virginia give you a degree?
0: A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Fraud. Yeah,
1: the fraud makes sense. For sure. <laughs> man, If you can get a degree at West Virginia, I wonder what I could get there. I'd probably get, like, what's above master's doctorate, right?
0: You, you, know, you didn't know that? that?
1: Can you just – I'm – we're here on national podcasts right now. I'm trying to have fun, you know, make some jokes, and you're over here just messing around.
0: And you're the one coming at me over here, man.
1: Yeah, I could have got a doctorate. Is there anything above doctorate? Can you keep going?
0: Probably, there's probably as much as you can get, to be honest. I don't know.
1: <laughs> They'll make something up if you want to keep coming.
0: Well, that's, that's a lot of college you're going to have to pay for.
1: Yeah. It's all free, I think. I mean, I don't pay it. Someone's <laughs> gonna pay that's good. That's
0: good. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. You know what, listeners? If you want to pay for that, go right ahead. Yeah, yeah. But you know that there
1: was something involving my
0: name. Well, that 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 really narrows it down. I'm sure. I'm sure that really helps people out. But you know what? That wraps it up for the 26th edition of the West Coast Preps podcast. We've got a special one for episode number 27. An academic advisor, someone who has helped out a lot of people in the athletics world. Cassie Taylor, she's worked with KT Prep, Vacaville Christian. That'll be a fun guest, so stay tuned for that. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube page, follow us on social media at West Coast Preps underscore, and follow our work at Coast Preps. I'm gone. I'm gone.
1: So long. I'm gone. So long. So, long. so long. I'm gone.